Hi everyone, today is December 31st, 2022, and this is a dual assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. Closing out the year with a lot of stuff this week. Um, new box, Future Circuit. I'm going to talk about the yours and SR theirs and the implications moving forward with this power creep. We have Duelist Road DSOD. Uh, two new cards from that event. We have Card Trader Update. A new Nightmare card has been released in the Card Trader. And finally, uh, new cards from the DSOD level cap increased to level 40. So just as a reminder, you can subscribe to this podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Search the Dual Assessment Podcast, Dual Links Podcast, whatever. And all of the old episodes from the beginning are on WordPress, the dualassessment.wordpress.com. Alright, so the last day of the year, and um, I've just been doing this event. I, I can't say I've been playing much Master Duels at all. It's just been a really horrific time. Um, just sitting around and losing duels and waiting for people to do their turns and stuff. It's just hard to even complete like dailies. It's it's hard. And uh, I, I've actually been you know like off of work this week, and I've actually been binge watching the show Twenty Four, which is a twenty year old uh, show, which I didn't watch when I was in high school, but. Anywho, um, yes, I haven't really been dueling much. Uh, I've been doing the events, getting... I got all the last events there uh, in Duel Links. I've actually played some ranked, and um, I think I'm the last level of gold, but I'm probably not going to do platinum. I don't don't know, we'll see. uh, After this podcast, I might queue up a few games and see what I'm doing there. But I was just leveling up different DSOD characters with uh, Infinitrax, um... Pretty much have a full full uh, deck with Infinitrax at this point. I did play some also uh, gimmick puppets earlier in the week, but uh, either deck is fine, you know, if you want to do King of Games and stuff, but um, it's too lazy at this point, and uh, that's that. This week in esports, let's look at some of these tournaments that are going on. It looks meta weekly two fifty eight. And uh, notably, the meta has become, according to the power rankings, more balanced now, so it's a little better than it was when Salamary Greats were taking over everything. <laughs> but this week, Mech Knights have also become the top deck. First place, QWERTY, Surprise Present, Mech Knight, Assault Beast, Mech Knights. Um, yeah, it's one of the skills that you use now just because um, you kind of clog up your opponent's back row, um... Also, you know, the whole point of Mech Knights is to have extra stuff in the so on trap zone so you could benefit from the multiple column effects or whatever. Three copies of Purple Nightfall. You, usually you don't see a full three copies of this card, so it's interesting. One copy of Yellow Star, it's pretty constant. Two copies of Blue Sky, one Indigo Eclipse, one Red Moon, one Mech Knight Avram. There's the Assault Beast package, three Psy Reflector, Assault Beast, and Assault Mode Activated. Three copies of World Legacy's Memories, one World Legacy Secret, uh, one Crackdown, one Compulsory Evac Device, and three Book of Moon. And, you know, the extra deck has uh, Vermilion Dragon Mech, Stardust Charge Warrior, Galaxy Eyes, uh, three Dragon Package, two Mech Knight of the Morning Star, and Imduck the World Chalice Dragon. 
Second place, Alcoholic. Surprise, Present, Assault Beast, Mech Knight. It's pretty much the same deck as we just saw. Um, only difference is that there's two Compulsory Evacs, so they pretty much fill up the uh, limited three slots. And in the extra deck, they run uh, Cyber Slash Harpy as well as the Ravenous uh, Croco Dragon Archithus instead of the other um, Synchro Monsters. Top four, Han Sandras, Co-Talker Alive, Co-Talker, uh, two Dot Scapers, two Lady Debug, one Mathmec Edition, one Backup Secretary, three Microcoders, this is pretty much the main card that makes it work, three Cyanet Mining, one Cyanet Crosswipe, three MST, one Econ, two Crackdown, and one Compulsory Evac Extra Deck, Shooting Co-Talker, Decode-Talker, Encode-Talker, Power-Code-Talker, Code-Talker, L-Phase, Link Disciple and Pentastag. Yeah, I expect this deck to get even better um, based on the number of Link Boxers we're getting uh, that are better now. And top four needs in tie that binds uh, regular Mech Knight deck. Uh, so regular Mech Knight deck has the Swap Cleric instead of the um, Assault Beast package. Pretty much the same deck uh, otherwise. Alright, let's go to the Duelist Grand Prix number four. First place, Macopino, Macopin 04, favorite dual hero deck. Three Elemental Hero Stratus, one Liquid Soldier, one Neospatian Grand Mole, three Elemental Hero Neos, a Sparkman, Avian, and Burstinatrix, one Reinforcement of the Army. Some tech cards, one MST, three Book of Moon, one Chalice, two Neos Fusion, three Warning Points, one Compulsory Evac, and two Needle Ceilings. Extra deck, we have uh, Elemental Hero Divine Neos, Elemental Hero Grand Neos, Elemental Hero Brave Neos, Shi Elemental Hero Shining Flare Wingman, three copies of Elemental Hero Neos Knight, and Elemental Hero Flame Wingman. Second place, Shell Me, Tie That Binds, regular um, Assault, uh, sorry, a Mech Knight deck. Yes, Swap Cleric version of the deck, not much more to say besides that. Top four, Vilada. Wait, Vialta SV, tie that binds Salamangrate. So one copy of the Gazelle, two Lady Debugs, two Jack Jaguar, one Foxy, Falco, Fowl, and Mir. Of course, you got three Salamangrate Circle and Salamangrate Sanctuary, one Sign at Mining, and Tech Cards, three MST, two Book of Moon, and three Needle Ceilings. And top four, Ohaimi, 1337, Surprise Present, Assault Beast, Mech Knight. We've seen this deck enough now. Uh, I should know what that deck looks like. And finally, main phase number four. Um, battle phase, I guess, has turned into main phase. Uh, first place, Suya, two decks, middle age mechs, uh, mech knight. Uh, two different, you know, middle age deck, mech knight decks, pretty much the same uh, swap cleric build. Second place, La La La, life point boost alpha, infernoids, two deviety. Three Decatron, two Sightsmus, three oh sorry, two Petroleum, two Harmadic, three Void Vanishment, three Void Seer, three Void Feast. Extra deck, Crimson Blader, Hot Red Dragon Archfiend, Ravenous Crackle Dragon Archithus, Dark Rebellion Xyz, Uzlomino, Salamangrate Sunlight Wolf, Brute Enforcer, and Dual Little Chimera. Top four Joan Z. Surprise present. Assault Beast Mech Knights, we've pretty much uh, seen this deck enough. And top four, Life Point Boost Alpha. 
Inferno, it's pretty much the same deck as the one we saw before. So in the uh, Duel's Meta Power Rankings, uh, Mech Knights are a top deck now, 25.9. Definitely not a overpowering score, notably. There's two different builds now, the Assault Beast one and the Swap Cleric one. Style Mangrates are your other uh, clinging on to, to Tier 1 and 15. Infernoids are the sole Tier 2 deck, 10.8. Burning Abyss, 5.2 Tier 3, <laughs> tier three and Triple D at 4.9. Alright, so this week... Um, the event that is happening this week is the um, Duos Road DSOD, which they've had a few times already. Um, I don't know. I don't really care about this whole storyline. It's kind of stupid. Like anything with Igami kind of bores me, to tell you the truth. So I just you know skip through everything. But we get uh, two uh, two new cards here, kind of like uh, from the movie, I'm guessing. First one is uh, Magical Contract Door, uh, which is basically uh, a limited three spell, apparently. And it's add one spell card from your hand to your opponent's hand, then add a level seven or eight Dark Monster from your deck to your hand. So this is a very powerful um, tutor card, but I think um, you know you could use it in pretty much any deck that needs it, but I think the archetypal... Uh, tutors are, are definitely stronger than this because this requires giving your opponent a card. And ideally, you would give your opponent a card that's kind of useless, but why would you, like, you would have to run that card and could be just, like, a dead draw every time in your hand, right? So you could just give them another, like, magic contract door, I guess. That's one way to do it, but then you're using up your limit three slots, which are best served with, like, some kind of really good, you know, back row card. So... All in all, like I don't think this card's really good because um, of the you know the cost of giving your opponent a card. It has to be good because you're not really running bad cards. So you know I think an archetype could just tutor better and get this level seven or level eight. But you know like a certain like one of card that's not part of an archetype that's a way of getting this card. Like you get like a chaos dragon levy in here or, or something like that, uh, which doesn't have any tutor synergy. So. And this could also be like a side deck option against Infernity, so you don't make them handless or whatever. But then it's a little situational. You have to have spell card in your hand to make it playable. So overall, I don't think this card is all that good. The other card's Cubic Casualty. This is a uh, Cubic card, I guess. Trap card. Distribute a number of Cubic counters on face-up monsters your opponent controls up to the number of Cubic monsters you control. Monsters with a Cubic counter cannot attack, also negate their effects. You can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one cubic monster you control. This turn, each time it destroys a monster by battle that has a cubic counter, inflict damage to your opponent equal to the original attack of that destroyed monster. You can use each effect once per turn. It's a pretty good card. Um, I don't really think much of that archetype, but um, it puts counters on multiple cards, and it can negate their effects. So this could be like a widespread uh, effect negation card. And with Link Summoning, you could do like more special summons than ever so this is not a card you want to activate on their first monster it's kind of like if they have a deck you know what their you know best play is and then you can just activate so it's not really just like you know let's negate a monster skill it's definitely a card that requires some skill to play uh so you know when to use it best instead of just 
activating it. So, you know, definitely a strong card if you're playing that archetype. Otherwise, um, it's not for uh, your deck, I guess. Alright, so there's a new box here. And really, this uh, box, as as people have expected, um, smart players would have saved their gems for this box because there was some, you know, leaked power creep here. And uh, it's pretty evident that this is going to be one of the better boxes um, for quite some time. Uh, it also sets a precedent of, like, what next year holds. Like, next year, we could just be playing Master Duels at this point on a uh, Speed Duel board. Because we're getting close there. We're we're getting some really powerful cards here. And the Power Creep is definitely here. So this is definitely the box you want to buy if, um, if you plan on playing competitively. Um, I only care, so, like, I just, you know, wasted all my gems on other stuff, but... This is definitely something you should, you know, keep going back to. Uh, it's complete. So, you know, this is the main box. So UR is one copy. SR is two copies. Let's get through it. Roll and Lockbird. Win level one spellcaster, zero, zero. If a card is added to the main deck to your opponent's hand, except during the draw phase, quick effect, you can send this card from your hand to the graveyard. For the rest of the turn, cards cannot be added from either player's main deck to the hand. So this is uh, one of those power creep cards. It's only a hand trap. Um, you're never really going to play this as a monster. Unless you really have to defend your life points or something. But definitely a card you want to hold on to. And it's really the counter to Maxi. If Maxi ever comes to Duel Links, you'll need uh, Droll and Lockbird. Because that card can lead to you know, massive card draw um, during the opponent's during your turn, when you're special summoning stuff, they're going to just gonna draw a ton of cards. So, really, the play is, let's say they have Maxi, they activate that card. You special summon, they draw one, and then you toss your draw and lock bird as a quick effect. And then, that's it. You could special summon um, a lot of stuff during that turn, and they have only drawn one card. So, really, to stop uh, an opponent from doing things a turn, like getting card advantage, basically, that's what this card does. You just let them do one, and that's it. And it's definitely a card you don't want to waste. Like, you don't want to waste it on this guy who only has one tutor during that turn. So, it's definitely for really strong tutor decks. Mech Knights, Salamangrates are, are definitely cards that use the resources pretty well. So, it's pretty good counter against those decks right now. It's definitely a card you, you want three copies of eventually. Um, you know, when, when the meta gets really complicated, with like in Master Duels, Really, all the turns are really long, so um, the meta is just gathering resources. So, Draw and Lockbird just counters that. And uh, yeah, it's a card that you'll want three of eventually. Next card Cosmo Farm Girl. This is uh, Light, level 3 Psychic, 1500, 1000. During either player's turn, you can banish this card, especially something one level 4 or higher Cosmo Monster from your hand. You only use this effect once per turn. When this card inflicts battle damage to your opponent, you can pay 500 life points, add a Cosmo card from your deck to your hand. So I actually have enough of this archetype in Master Duels, but I've actually never played it. Like, I was, you know, building some other deck, and I just drew these cards from the same pack or whatever. But they do a lot of monster fighting, which isn't great. Like, it's not something... It's kind of like old-style Yu-Gi-Oh! And then they banish each other for another card in the hand. So they attack, and then they banish themselves and then another card comes in the hand so it's like kind of like psychic stuff that they're doing and farm girl kind of starts it it attacks it 
you know, tutor something, and then you could just ramp out something higher from the hand. And uh, all these cards, they can equip effect banish, so they get dodge back row. I guess that's the advantage of the Cosmo cards. Um, but, you know, it makes you think it's not coming from the deck, so the cards are coming from the hand. They have to generate resources pretty well. They have to keep drawing cards really well, so that's really their limitation, I think. And from a design standpoint, these cards are pretty cool. They're like Star Wars plus um, Wizard of the Oz, so that's kind of like a cool thing about them. Yu-Gi-Oh! does that really well, I think. Alright, Firewall Dragon. This is uh, Light Cybers Link Monster. Two or more monsters, 2500 attack, Link 4. Once while face-up on the field, quick effect, you can target monsters on the field and or graveyard up to the number of monsters co-linked to this card. Return them to the hand. If a monster this card points to is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard, you can special summon one Cybers monster from your hand. You can use each effect once per turn. One of the really uh, pretty good core link boxers you'll see in the set. There's a few pretty good core boxers. And really, this card, you can just bounce boxers on the field or in the graveyard back to the hand. So it's a pretty strong effect. Quick effect. So it's good. Uh, you can play around graveyard effects. You can just remove boxers from the board. Um, and because of the arrows, like they're pointing like north, south, east, west, there are no diagonal arrows on this guy. You want to put this card in the middle of the main monster zone, so you really want to put this in the extra monster zone. So you can point to more cards and um, you know trigger more effects. It's a link four though, so you're gonna need two link two monsters at least to make this card, or a link three and like a regular monster. Magical Musketeer Kid Brave, light level three fiend, sixteen hundred two hundred. During either player's turn, you can activate magical musket spells or traps from your hand. If a spell or trap card is activated in this card's column, you can discard a magical musket card, draw two. You can use this effect once per turn. So obviously this card depends on what support cards we get from this box, and there's actually a good variety. We get Cross Domination, that's like a debuff effect negation. We get Desperado as hard removal. Steady Hands for a big buff, like a double attack. Dancing Needle for a graveyard banish. And Fiendish Deal for like a, like a protection buff. So this makes it a Kid Brave pretty strong card. You're able to activate your quick plays and spells straight from your hand, so your opponent can't really use like MST against those cards. So, pretty strong card, and then you could also generate resources from the second effect where you could draw two cards. Discard one, draw two, so pretty good card. Alright, Nightmare Unicorn. This is the one, uh, pretty much the uh, search card, one of the few search cards in this box. Dark Fiend Link Monster, two or more monsters with different names, 2200 attack link 3. If this card's link summoned, you can discard a card, then target one card on the field, shuffle it to the deck. Then if this card was co-linked when this effect was activated, you can draw a card. You can use this effect once per turn. While any co-linked Nightmare Monsters are on the field, you can, for your normal draw in your draw phase, draw one card for each different card name among those co-linked Nightmare Monsters instead of drawing one. So Nightmare's kind of get off on co-linking so that the arrows are pointing at each other uh, situation. You have to kind of match those arrows together. But this is just a good link monster. You could just bounce any card back to the deck, which probably at this point is the best form of hard removal. So it's better than graveyard, better than banish. And the card draw effect's pretty much free. So it's like a one-for-one one cost, and then you could get like a card. So it's like a free hard removal. And... um even this co-linking stuff is extra, but they gave us Nightmare Mermaid, so it's a little easier. So, yeah, definitely one of the uh, 
main extra deck cards we'll see moving forward for a while. World Legacy Succession, normal spell. Target one monster in your graveyard, special summon it to your zone. A link monster points to. You can only activate one of this card per turn. Basically, situa- situational monster reborn. So as long as you have a link monster that points to a zone. Again, this is another core card. It's better. It's like a second copy of Monster Reborn. So it's like that's limit one. You could have this card as another uh, Monster Reborn. Pretty good for Mac Knights. All right, next card is Cosmo Tin Can. Light level one psychic, zero attack, zero defense. During either player's turn, you can banish this card, special summon a level two or higher Cosmo Monster from the hand. You can use this effect once per turn, once per turn. During the end phase, you can pay 500 life points to reveal three Cosmo cards with different names from your deck, and your opponent picks one and adds it to your hand. Send the rest to the graveyard. Basically, bingo machine go on a 0-0 monster. At least you get to swap this out during your opponent's turn, so you're just going to leave this on the board. Uh, pick out three cards, and then you could just draw one. Um, Yeah. You'll want to ramp this out into something bigger, so you pick a big monster... Hope for the best, I guess. This is one of the better uh, Cosmo cards from what I know. Um, it seems a little underwhelming, I guess, because of the stats and stuff, but it's really like one of the main uh, searchers for a deck. I guess they do have a lot of graveyard effects if they you know, benefit from tossing two cards. Alright, Amphibious, Swarmship, and Blow Whale. Fire, Machine, Link Monster, two pl- or more effect monsters, 2600 attack, Link 4. It's 200 attack for each Link Monster in the graveyards. Both graveyards. You can only use each effect once per turn. One effect, if this card is destroyed, you can target a Link 3 or lower monster in either graveyard special summon it. And then also, if a Link 3 or monster, Link 3 or lower monster on the field is destroyed by battle card effect, while this is in the graveyard, you can special you can banish this from the graveyard and destroy one card on the field. Super sticky card. Um, it's a beater, you know, so it gains the attack. It's probably over 3,000 attack because you used... Some materials to make this card. Um, and it's just sticky. You, you can resurrect any Link 3 or lower monster from either graveyard. You can steal your opponent's plays. And then when that card's destroyed, you can destroy a card in the field. So it's like just like a value card, I guess. Uh, sticky. Uh, I like these cards. Uh, they provide pretty good value uh, on the board. And finally, Bottomless Trap Hole. This is a reprint card. Uh, monster summons a 1500 or more attacker. Banish it. This is going to replace Floodgate, I think. Um, unless you want to intentionally flood your opponent's board with you know, set monsters. This is not limited three. It's a reasonable alternative. So this is like good. And it even works on Link Monsters. A lot of you know cards don't work on Link Monsters because they can't go in defense. So this is a pretty good card. Alright, SRs. Here's a familiar site. Dark Hole. Spell. Destroy all monsters on the field. Yep, this was OG back... OP back in the day. OPOG. We don't have Raigeki yet, so Dark Hole is the next best thing right now. Right now, it's probably only good for decks that want to destroy themselves. So, like, like Fire King cards, U-Bell decks, things like that. Things that benefit from getting destroyed, this is a reasonable alternative. Um, Lightning Vortex is the other alternative to this card. But you'll only be destroying your opponent's board. So until we get Raigeki, this is our call. I don't think it's going to be super like played a ton, but it's still a powerful card. 
Cosmo Dark Lady, Dark Level 5, Psychic, 2200 Attack, 1800 Defense. During either player's turn, you can banish this card. Special Summon 1, Level 6 or higher Cosmo Monster from your hand. You can use each effect once per turn. I mean, you can use this effect once per turn. Once per turn during either player's turn, when the monster's opponent, when another monster's effect is activated, pay 1000 life points to get the effect, and if you do, destroy the monster. There's good and bad as this card. It's one of the more powerful Cosmo cards. Like, uh, not the ships, I guess, but of the characters. But you can only do, like, the level 6 or higher. So if you don't have, like, one of those ships in your hand, um, not even the ships are level 5. So it's not, it could clog up your hand. That's kind of the issue, but it's pretty strong. Negate and destroy uh, opponent card when they activate their effects. So this is a pretty strong card. Play on turn 1 and, um, you know, negate and destroy them. And Psychic's... Uh, historically have paid for life points with effects, so it kind of does that. Pay 1,000 life points, negate the activation, and destroy. Pretty strong card, I think. <sighs> magical Musket Cross Domination. Quick play spell. If you control a Magical mox- Musket Monster, target one face of monster on the field until the end of this turn. Change its attack or defense to zero. Also has its effect negated. You can only activate one per turn. Really good card. Uh, it's Power Creep over... Uh, Forbidden Chalice just for this archetype. And you can use it for defense. You can negate uh, monster effects or you could just have them ram your opponent uh, and get destroyed. Or you could just debuff it and then hit them for big loss. So pretty powerful against quick effect cards. Uh, stuff like that. Nightmare Corruptor Ibley. Dark level 2 Cyber 0 0. When this card is normal summon, target a link monster in your graveyard, special summon it to your field so it points this card, but also changes attack to zero. Also negates effects. You cannot special summon monsters except for links. If this card in its owner's control is sent to the graveyard, you can special summon this card to your opponent's field and defense. So basically what this is, is a generic good card, a link addition piece. You get the link monster back and then you could become the next link. So you could bring like a link two and become link three. Um, it could work with Nightmares. This card, it's just a general good card. Um, and you give it to your opponent so they could use the effect as well. So that kind of hurts you, but then, uh, it could also clog your opponent's board if they're not playing Link Monsters. So there's definitely a double effect this card. A very solid card that it is. Trickstar Bella Madonna Light Fairy Link. Two or more Trickstar Monsters. 2800 Link 4. When this Link Summon card points to no monsters, it is unaffected by other cards' activated effects. If this card points to no monsters, you can inflict 100 damage to your opponent for each Trickstar monster in your graveyard with a different name. You can only use this effect once per turn. This is a weird Trickstar card, but it benefits from not pointing to anything, so it works alone. One of the stronger Trickstar monsters we've, rece- we've received to date, so there, there it is. And you can increase attack to over 3,000 and have it not be affected by cards. So it's a pretty strong effect. Um, I know in Master Duels I have this card, uh, Bells. The, I don't know, Bells is like a 3,000 attack Synchro Monster. It's not affected by other cards. And against certain decks, it just like takes them out. So it's a pretty strong card. Trickstar Bell and Madonna is similar. Right, Gookie the Master Ogre. Earth, Warrior, Link. Two or more Gookie Monsters. 2,800, Link. Four. Once per turn, quick effect, you can return to the hand any number of Gookie monsters you control that this card points to. Target the same number of face of monsters your opponent controls. 
They have their effects negated until the end of the turn. This card can attack all monsters your opponent controls, one each. If your opponent controls a face-up monster, this card can only target their monster with the highest attack for attacks. Pretty good card. It's got a strong removal effect. Um, yeah, you can just, like, return them to the hand. Uh, it's kind of like uh, those guys. Uh, Yosenju is kind of Yosenju trap card. Um, and then you can also attack all of your opponent's monsters, and then they have, like, additional effects when they're sent to the graveyard and stuff. So, pretty strong. They could buff each other pretty well, too. So, pretty powerful card. Nightmare Phoenix. Fire, Fiend, two monsters with different names. 1900, Link 2. If this card's Link Summoned, discard a card, then target a spell or trap your opponent controls, destroy it. Then if this card is co-linked, when this effect is activated, you can draw a card. You only use this effect once per turn. Co-linked monsters you control cannot be destroyed by battle. Yeah, so this is... Usually the predecessor to Nightmare Unicorn. Um, it's got a free ability where you can just destroy a spell trap. And we are getting Nightmare Mermaid, so that could like link back to this. So there's definitely a, a play there. Trickstar Festival, spell card. Special summon two Trickstar tokens, uh, zero attack, level one. If a Trickstar monster you control is the special summon from the extra deck, that would be destroyed by battle card effect. You can banish this card from the graveyard instead. You cannot normal or special summon monsters. The turn you activate this card, except for trick stars, you only activate one per turn. Gives you two tokens, so you could get star on link summoning, I guess. That's something you could do. It also provides graveyard protection for your trick stars, so it kind of puts the archetype together with the Bella Madonna. Expendable die, trap card. Tribute one warrior monster target on a, a card on the field, destroy it. If you do, draw a card. Ballista Squad for Warriors with an additional card draw effect. So, I guess this could be okay for heroes. That's like the main warrior deck that we have left. You could kind of chain it. Hopefully, you could draw into like a mask change or something. Dark Eruptions, a reprint card, spell card target, a dark monster on the field of 1500. Sorry, a dark monster of 1500 or less attack in your graveyard. Add that to your hand. I never really saw any play, honestly. And, um,. Another reprint, Triple D Destiny King Zero Laplace. This is another, I'm not going to read the effects too long, but not necessarily a staple, but you do see it in Triple D decks, so they are, um, I suppose it's worth getting for the deck, but you don't really see a ton of them. It's not like a staple card. Alright, so we got through the box. Um, like I said, this is Power Creep. Uh, four Duel Links, I don't know what the future holds uh, for, uh, for this game, but uh, right now we're getting closer and closer to Master Tools and real Yu-Gi-Oh. Alright. In the card trader update, we got two cards. I mean, we got this card that um, is limited to right away. Nightmare Mermaid. And this is a card that's actually forbidden. It's on the, on the ban list in the physical card game. Water Fiend, Link Monster, uh, 1000 Attack, Link 1. It requires a Nightmare Monster except for Nightmare Mermaid. So you just need one monster to link this. It's link one. If this card's link summoned, you can discard a card, special summon a nightmare monster from your deck. And if this card is co-linked when this effect was activated, you can draw a card. You can only use this effect once per turn. Monsters on the field lose a thousand attack and defense unless they're co-linked. So this is like a in-between. It's like an intermediate link summon. You play your 
your um, phoenix or your unicorn, that's all the other ones you got, use its effect, turn it into the Nightmare Mermaid, and then you could just use this card's effect to special summon another one, co-link them, draw a bunch of cards, debuff stuff. So really, that's a play. And then you could combine it into a, another Link Monster. So you could turn Nightmare Mermaid and Unicorn into Link 4. Um, so really, that's the play here. It's the intermediary between them. It's limit two, though, so it definitely saps out cards that you um, want to play. Uh, this is probably a card you just run one of, so you could play the other limited two card or you know whatever. But really strong ability. It's definitely a card you want to consider using if you have the nightmares and you're not using your limit two slots. So definitely a strong card to consider playing. Alright, so also, uh, the last thing this week, I'm kind of flying through this, uh, sorry. We get, uh, DSOD, uh, level 35, a uh, level 50, a uh, level 40, sorry. So, you know, all the characters you get level up for gems and stuff, and only three characters have, uh, new cards. Some characters have, like, repeats. So you get like a three of so like for example Scud, I was leveling him up but then I realized his card was not new. Uh, Mega Stalos, the Mega Monarch is not a new card, but you get three copies. But three characters do give us new cards. And first one's Yugimoto, who gives us clear Kribo. Light, fairy, level one, three hundred, two hundred. During either player's turn, when your opponent activates a monster effect that will inflict damage, you can discard, discard, negate the activation. When an opponent's monster declares a direct attack, you can banish this from the graveyard, draw one card. If it's a monster, you can special summon it, then change the attack target to it. You can use this effect once per turn. Very situational card. Um, first off, it's a hand trap against a burn effect. Your opponent has to use a burn effect. I mean, um, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's to counter Igami's card, but no one's like really playing cub- Cubics either, so like, I don't know the point. The kind of universal burn card you'll see is like with um, uh, that dragon archetype in Master Duels. I forgot what it's called, but there's a guy who inflicts 1200 damage. Um, but yeah, so then the first effect's very situational, and then second effect, also situational, you have to draw a monster, special summon it. Definitely a movie card, anime card. Um, stick to your Sphere Karibo, Kite Void. Uh, this card probably won't see much play at all, sadly. So we also get the Igami card, Crimson Nova, the Cubic Dark Lord. A Fiend, Dark, level 10, 3000, attack 0, defense. Cannot be normal summons or set, must be special summoned from your hand, but revealing three other Cubic cards with different names. Cannot be special summoned other ways. Unaffected by Moxer's activated effects. Whose original attacks three thousand or less. When this card attacks and destroys a monster by battle, you can activate its effect. This card can attack again, take a second attack during the battle phase. During the end phase, each player takes fifteen hundred damage. You can use this effect once per turn. That's true. That's the dual links one. Fifteen hundred damage. So this, you know, probably does three thousand on a normal day. Yeah, it does three thousand at TCG. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty strong card. This is good. Um, obviously, they made Clear Karibo just to counter this one card for the movie, but 
very big burn potential in Duel Links. Special Summon, the effect isn't that hard. You can have spells and traps, cubic cards, and do it. So, build the deck right and you could summon this card. Kind of like Chaos Dragon Levineer, but more powerful. Um, not bad, honestly. Like, as long as you can get through the back row, because this is extremely vulnerable to the back row or flipping to the fence. It's an OTK card, too. You know, he hit for 3,000, burned them for 15. That's the game. So, more. More dangerous card in Duel Links. Yeah, pretty dangerous card in general, but as long as you have back row, you could beat this guy. And uh, Mokuba gives us a, a new card, which is the uh, Grand Tusk Dragon. Earth Dragon, 8 stars, 1,400, 2,400. If this is normal or special summon, you can target two other cards in the field, destroy them. If you do, this card gains 600 attack for each card destroyed. You can use each effect once per turn. Um, yeah. You never want to normal summon this. It's two star, I mean, two, two tribute, 1400 attack, 2400 defense, pretty bad stats. There's probably some dragon synergy cards like uh, Hieratics or whatever. Uh, Felgrand, you could just cheat this guy out. But honestly, Chaos Dragon Living Year is just a better play any day. Uh, light and Dark Chaos is. More synergy over Earth or Earth attribute. Yeah, this is not not a good card. All right, so that is it. We have upcoming news though. Early January mission circuit new Esser card Magic Cat Legacy Duels um, is back. Blue Angels back new cards and dual skill. I get to obtain her if you didn't get her the first time. Mid-January 6th anniversary campaign. Uh, we're turning 6. You know, you are card Mirror Force. Uh, Paradox of the Gate. Wave Dual Scramble. new uh, Tour Guide Bingo. And a new character. Which is not an obtainable character. It's the new appearance of a character. Late January Dual Capsule. Uh, obtain a new Legendary Duelist. And Dueling's Mission Research. It's a Vrains character. The Hanoi guy. So that's it. Um, this is the last podcast of the year. It is uh, December 31st overall. I feel like crap, so I guess I'll, I'll cut this. Uh, I'll leave podcast to this as it is. And, you know, like, closing thoughts. Uh, we are closing the year out with this really powerful box. And I don't know. Like, like it's going to... We're going to intertwine with Master Duels uh, sooner than later. And it depends what they release. It seems like we're accelerating, like at a pace that Konami should not be comfortable with, unless they're kind of like ending this game. I don't really know exactly, but that seems like the sign to me. Like we're getting so fast, like we're accelerating so fast, and we're getting to Master Duels. And playing both games, really, Master Duels is just too hard for me. Like it's just I'm sitting around just letting my opponent do stuff the whole turn and. You get this bad feeling that you don't really get in duelings, if that makes any sense. So, I would like them to slow it down a little. Like, if, um, you know, it is what it is if they want to intersect the games sooner than later. But, I don't know. I feel like there's something something here that's different. And just having seen the side of Master Duels, like, it's not fun just sitting around... 20-something minute duel. and Takes forever, so... I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see what the new year brings. If there is... 
if there is any more uh, stuff in the new year. Well, with that said, uh, have a happy new year. We'll see you then. <laughs>